Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where my mission is to inspire confidence through leadership and wellness. And your mission is, I assume, to lead others, to influence others, to bloom where you are planted, to flourish in your gifts and talents, and to be a force of good in whatever your day-to-day life is. But back to leadership and wellness, wellness has different components. So on this podcast, we've had some nutrition-heavy episodes that were a hit, but today I'd like to talk about the other big pillar of wellness, in my mind, and that's fitness. So fitness and leadership is today's focus, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Borenstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. In the last episode, we dove headfirst into success and specifically the fact that success doesn't have to be daunting. We went through a lot of the strings and responsibilities attached or associated with success in different areas, and we sort of just debunked the myths that they are scary or that success has things that go along with it that we need to be scared of, right? And a different type of achievement today I want to talk about is fitness, exercise, cardio, actually, and a very specific type of cardio, but we'll get into that. And the reason for this focus on fitness today is Drew and I went for a run this past weekend. And as you guys know, I almost always bounce my podcast episode ideas off of him. And it was kind of one of those big, like, oh, duh moments He helped me to realize in a light bulb moment that if my mission is to inspire confidence through leadership and wellness, you know, yes, wellness is predominantly nutrition, but we all also know that movement is a major component and also a really confusing one. I think Drew just helped me to remember that I actually have quite a bit of experience to stand on here. A lot of personal challenges in the fitness realm that I think you all can benefit from and I'm really excited to share them honestly so no we are not changing this podcast mission is exactly the same but my three priorities are developing your leadership capabilities nutrition and fitness and I believe all three go hand in hand I like to share with you guys, kind of sprinkled in to episodes, why I'm so passionate about leadership and why I'm so passionate about nutrition. So why am I, thirdly, so passionate about this connection between exercise and you being your absolute very, very best you? So I'm going to take you back to middle school, Brigida. <laughs> um, I played soccer by basically getting hit by the ball just about every two seconds. It was so embarrassing. And 
I'm not even being dramatic, you guys. Eventually, I got into high school and I realized that if I would like to keep my brain, I needed to quit. I was that bad. That is how many times I was getting hit in the head. (laughs) So I pivoted away from soccer and I focused solely on track and field. And I fell in love. I know most people dislike running. And I know most people especially dislike running in a circle on a track. But there's something just about racing against myself and challenging myself and, you know, knowing exactly where the start line is, the finish line. I just loved, loved, loved it. So fast forward then to the latter half of me being in high school. I had my sights set on, you know, state track meets, um, getting looked at by colleges and things like that. So I knew I needed to focus and put in the work to get to that level. I went to a really small school. So small schools often don't have a coach who's an expert in each sport. A lot of times they'll have, you know, a basketball coach who also doubles as the track coach or something like that. Um, And that was the case for my super small track team. And then I also had this leg syndrome, for lack of a better word, that I've also shared with you guys about on here, um, that I knew I needed to work with and work around. So my relationship with running had a little bit of a rocky start. <laughs> we had one, a, a need, right? A need to get better and a need to challenge myself. But two, no mentorship. And three, some obstacles in place like my chronic leg pain or, or maybe for you to make this relatable. Maybe for you it's an injury or something. Um, but because of those things, I learned how to coach myself. I learned how to map out a week of workouts. I learned how to design different running workouts. Um, I learned how to design alternative workouts that could mimic jumping and sprinting in a pool of all places. And I learned how to keep things fun and different, right? Because it was just me, myself, and I every single time. And I, I needed to have things light and fun at the same time. I'm no professional by any means, but I at least coached myself well enough to medal at state, run a couple of years of division one track, and now I still work out with the same mentality, just with very different goals. So my goals are now no longer to win a medal or to beat so-and-so at the next meet. My goals now are to design and use a workout to be healthy, duh, And to give myself a healthy challenge that deposits a little bit of confidence, a little bit of energy, a little bit of leadership development into myself each day. So with all that in mind, in the future, you can look forward to some more out-of-the-box fitness perspectives and tips. And I say out-of-the-box just because I'm very sensitive to the fact that there is a lot of bad information out there about what type of fitness is best for you and your longevity. Um, But right now, we're just going to go through three key overlaps between fitness and your personal leadership development. The first big area of overlap between the two is in the area of self-leadership, or in other words, you know, just how you can learn to better lead yourself. The second is in the realm of having the discipline to rest, easier said than done for most of us. And the third main partnership between fitness and leadership development is that it serves as a reality check for us. So right out of the gate, I want for us to ask ourselves a question. 
How can you use fitness and exercise to propel your leadership development and to be that best, most confident, this is probably one of my most used words, be your most flourishing you? How can you use fitness to be the best you? How can you use fitness to make yourself be the flourishing version of yourself? So that's, that's a question that we can just sort of ask ourselves. But number one, when you work out, you have the opportunity to exercise your self-leadership muscle. Pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> but obviously easier said than done or else we would all be, you know, professionals at this. So let's take my favorite style of running workouts, for example. Um, and those are interval workouts. So you have to get yourself to start the workout in the first place. And that to me is just like having to get yourself to try something new or put yourself out there for your next goal. You know, you're, you're leading yourself by practicing taking the initiative to do something you know is going to be challenging. So right out of the gate, just getting yourself to do the workout in the first place is exercising your self-leadership muscle. And then once you get yourself to the workout, it's a whole different ball game of learning how to lead yourself. So let's pretend the two of us, we are doing an interval running workout. An example of an interval workout would be you going to a track to run five or six 200s. You know, a 200 is just 200 meters, which is just half the track. So you sprint half the length of the track, so half of the oval, and then you walk half the length of the track. And then you sprint half the length of the track, and then you walk half the length of the track. And you just have to do that five or six times to get a killer workout. And I bet you... 99% of us would have that little voice in our heads, complaining, amplifying the discomfort we are in from running, feeling tired, wanting to give up, and really, really, really just wanting to quit and be done. This example workout is obviously an opportunity to strengthen our bodies, but it then becomes an opportunity to strengthen our leadership of ourselves when we exercise listening to the right voice in our head. The one that says, you know, just one more lap, just one more rep, keep trying your best, focus, remember why you're doing this workout in the first place. And I hope you can see the application to daily life and to leadership here, but just in case you can't yet, any goal you have worth going for is going to be challenging. So you, you might not need to learn how to listen to the voice that says, just one more lap around the track, you've got this. But you'll need to learn to listen to the voice that says very similar things, like the one that reminds you to stay the course, to keep working hard for what it is you're after, to keep being kind to the people who are rude to you, to keep doing whatever it is that is challenging, but will unlock your leadership potential. In other words, we all know that if we want to do hard things, we have to do hard things. And we also know that sometimes we need to do the things we don't want to do, but we need to practice leading ourselves to do those undesirable tasks. Wrapping up this first one, if you want to influence others, you need to start with influencing yourself. If you want to influence others, you need to start with influencing yourself. And I personally can't think of many better places to exercise that willpower than in fitness and my personal favorite in interval training. 
The second partnership between fitness and leadership development has to do with the discipline of rest. Just like how we can exercise leadership of self by listening to the voice that says, push yourself in running intervals, we can exercise a just as important discipline when we remember we also need rest. God didn't make us to be robots. And if we don't rest in the fitness area of things, we will give ourselves hormonal imbalances, chronic fatigue, torn muscles, injuries, or a plateau where we just stop improving altogether. And I think a lot of times when we're working out and challenging ourselves, it requires we sometimes swallow a little bit of pride to admit that we we kind of feel like we should take an, a day off, you know, or we, we kind of feel like we should not do that last set that we would feel super proud of ourselves if we did. And that discipline to rest and kind of call it quits for a time being is really, really valuable as a leader. We're all going to have to know when we're about to overload ourselves so that we don't crash and burn. We're all going to have to know when to ask for help because we can't do something. We might even have to know when to quit a job that isn't leading us down the right path or, you know, you name it, any number of circumstances. But just take that and then think, if you hone in on your ability to know when to notice something and change direction or rest, which is something really, really hard for most of us. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open on this podcast about admitting that I'm very stubborn, but I think most of us are stubborn when it comes to being comfortable in a routine even if it isn't the best thing for us. So if it's something most of us struggle with, just imagine the opportunities you have to lead others and help them change direction or help them rest or help them put the brakes on something for a little bit. So the first partnership between fitness and leadership is the opportunity to exercise your self-leadership muscle. The second partnership between fitness and leadership development has to do with the discipline of rest and the discipline of knowing when you need to ease up a little bit or help somebody else to do the same. And third, let's imagine you just got a PR, a personal record, on your squats. So you just squatted more weight than you've ever lifted in your entire life. Go you! That's amazing. That's a reason to celebrate, but not for very long. Because now you've decided that you want to squat even more weight. And your goal just got bigger. And you've already moved beyond the first goal and on to the next. And if you do this enough times in your fitness part of your life, you'll realize you kind of can't ever really win. And surprise, surprise, it's the exact same in our leadership journeys. We don't ever arrive. We're never the perfect leader. And then on the flip side, eventually you're going to be squatting with a bar full of heavy weights and you're going to not be able to pick it up. It could be just because you got a bad night of sleep or you're tired or stressed or it could be because you literally just cannot lift that weight yet and boy is that humbling, especially if people are watching, right? So to be unmistakably face-to-face with a black and white limitation, personal limitation, is really powerful. We can't rationalize and say, you know, well, the bar is heavier than it looks, you guys. Nope. It weighs the same for everybody. (laughs) We just have to admit, wow, I cannot lift this. I can't do this. A slice of humble pie 
always has something to offer to our leadership development. So for the third way fitness and leadership can mesh together, the challenges of exercise can be grounding and they can root us in reality. Hey, you guys, I'm just going to quickly hit the pause button on this to just say thank you to everybody who has left a star rating and a comment review for the podcast. It truly makes such a significant impact on expanding our ability to reach more young women and encourage them in their confidence, their leadership, their personal journeys. So it truly means the world to me. Each and every review, I love it and I'm so thankful. And if you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet, this is just your friendly reminder that it is something that I would be so grateful from the very bottom of my heart. That is not an understatement. And let's keep going. Fitness can teach us that we never arrive, just like how leadership is a continual journey of constant refinement. We never arrive. And fitness can also be grounding in the way it brings our physical limitations front and center and really can humble us in in a lot of different ways. It forces us to deal with ourselves because we can't fake an inability to physically lift something and we can't fake a a run time for, for how long it takes us to run a mile. So those are three of the ways that fitness and leadership go hand in hand for today's episode. And I am just going to share a few of my favorite interval workouts just for fun. And then we're going to recap and, and wrap up. So I already shared one of my favorites and that is to go find a track and do five or six 200 meter repeat sprints. So you can sprint or run fast around half of the track, and then you walk the other half of the track. And you do that five or six times, right? So the walking part, that's your rest. However long it takes you to walk from one half of the track to the other, and then you do the the sprint again. So that's one workout. Another one is also on a track. It's similar, but it's with 100s instead of 200s. So that's with 100 meters. And you can build up to this or maybe, you know, you can just start with doing this for a mile total, which is four laps, and you can build up to two miles if you want. So for this one, you sprint the straight part of the track, which is 100 meters, and then you walk the curve, which is also 100 meters. So you're just sprinting the straight part, walking the curve, sprinting the straight part, walking the curve, and see if you can do that for four laps. And then try six. And then if you want to be awesome, try eight um, laps, eight laps. That's another one. Uh, and then another fun running interval workout is a three-two-one workout. And you'll need a watch for this one. But what you do is you run at a pretty good clip, but definitely not a sprint, for three minutes. And then you jog or walk for three minutes. Then you run at a fast pace for two minutes. And then you jog or walk for two minutes run at a fast pace for one minute, and then jog or walk for one minute. And then repeat that two or three times. So you're going basically three minutes, three minutes, two minutes, two minutes, one minute, one minute, and then you can repeat that whole thing. Okay, that's it for now. I have plenty more where those came from. Don't forget to warm up and cool down. Um, But what do we want to take away from today's episode? The question I'd ask yourself is, How can you use fitness and exercise to propel your leadership development and be that best, most confident, and most flourishing you? One way is in developing our ability to lead ourselves. When you work out, you have the opportunity to exercise your self-leadership muscle. Pretty straightforward, but easier said than done. If you want to influence others, 
you need to start with influencing yourself. And one way we can practice that is by exercising our willpower in workouts. We can exercise our ability to listen to the voice that says, yeah, you're doing great. Keep it up. Keep going. And we can silence the voice that says, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I'm tired. I just want to sit on the couch. And over time, it'll get easier and easier. We all know that if we want to do hard things, we have to do hard things. And fitness is like a no-brainer opportunity to just practice that. So that's number one. The second partnership between fitness and leadership development has to do with the discipline of rest. Just like how we can exercise leadership of self by listening to the voice that says push yourself in running intervals, we can exercise a just as important discipline when we remember we also need rest. And then we can go on, this is the cool part, we can go on to help other people identify when they might need some rest, but they might not realize it. Or when they might need to change the direction in which they're going, or when they might need to ask for help. You can help other people be aware when, when you get good enough of being aware of yourself. But bottom line here is God did not make us to be robots. He made us to need rest. And bad things come if we don't learn to rest in the fitness area of things when we need it, right? We get hurt. So think of this part of fitness almost as a way to learn how to read your dashboard. If you work at it, you can learn to be more in tune when your body puts a check engine light up on your dashboard. And then you'll be more in tune when your body puts a, you know, hey, check your stress levels at work light or something like that. And then lastly, the third way fitness and leadership can mesh perfectly together is in how the challenges of exercise can be grounding and root us in reality. Fitness can teach us that we never actually arrive. Just like how leadership is a continual journey of constant refinement, fitness is the same. And fitness can be grounding in the way it brings our physical limitations front and center and really, really humbles us. It forces us to deal with ourselves because none of us can fake an inability to physically lift something that we can't lift or a runtime that we can't quite get. So those are my three ways that fitness and leadership go hand in hand. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you try any of the workouts, let me know. But remember, you also need to scale things to where your starting point is. So please don't just go from never running or working out to running a marathon. That would be not great. And next time you work out, just remember to push yourself, listen to yourself, and let it serve as a reminder that you have limitations. If you do that, fitness can be an incredible tool for personal leadership development. As always, thank you for joining me and thank you for pouring into your leadership development. Our world needs good leadership and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. 
In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.